Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. On Wax Wednesday morning, happy June Dairy Month, and hopefully we'll be able to enjoy dairy breakfasts aplenty around the area. A lot of them going on. We'll start on Friday morning at Marshfield with the Marshfield Dairy Fest breakfast. That'll be at the Central Wisconsin State Fairgrounds. They'll start about 5 o'clock in the morning, and it'll be another good start to June Dairy Month, and then lots of breakfast on Saturday. We'll check those as we go along. Lots of chores to do this morning here on Wax. Bob and Jill with you. And uh, this is your last day of the week. You've got a short week this week. I do have a short week. Yeah, what? Tell us what you're going to do. I'm going to be heading down to Portage for my daughter's wedding. Yeah, on Saturday. On Saturday. All it's right. On you, the farm, so oh, we got a few a things thing. to do yet. Oh, that's a good thing. Should be fun. And uh, what's Saturday's forecast? Ah, oh, it should be pretty good. We're going to have, oh boy, I'll tell you, it's going to be cool. It's only going to be in the 60s. I can't believe we can't get summer weather in here. We just can't get warm temperatures. I'd rather have about 68 than uh, 94. Well, that's true. Yeah, when you're going to be out on the farm, that will be very, very nice. So, uh, And uh, you're all set? You went, what, you had the hoof trimmer out yesterday to work on you? (laughs) I did have the hoof trimmer out yesterday to work on my feet. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) You got your first pedicure of all time. (laughs) My first pedicure. She kind of looked at me, and I said, well, I was in the swamp yesterday. She kind of (laughs) just shook her head. (laughs) What do you do? She got you all taken care of yep they're all prettied and gussied up and pretty pink and i had my hands done also Holy so man oh then, man oh man and i'm all about sparkles on my fingers so oh, good i went the sparkle route good for you so uh she's all set to go for the wedding and uh i'm sure it will be a good good time so she will jill will not be in a dairy breakfast but again we still have a lot of dairy breakfast that you should attend so again uh, we got a lot of them going on and we'll talk more about it baron monroe and the 
all kinds of places going to have dairy breakfast this weekend. And uh, we'll get into that as we go along this morning. We'll also get an update on uh, making first crop hay. Richard Holupka over there in uh, central Wisconsin, Clark Wood County, has been out and about taking a look at those alfalfa stands and uh, where they're at. We'll update you on that. Also, talking to some of the folks putting on the uh, Farm Technology Day show in Clark County, of course, Rail Acres and Rustic Occasions over there in the Loyal area, and that'll be in July. But uh, we're talking to Tom and Donna O'Dean, and uh, they'll be putting on, uh, well, kind of ramrodding the food effort at Farm Technology Days, and as we go along, we'll hear about that. Some neat things planned over there. But uh, Donna is also a teacher. What is it, consumer and family education, or what's the name of that that they've got now? Yeah, it's consumer and family education. It's right. cooking and sewing. Yeah, and yeah, Donna does that over there at Loyal High School. And I said, well, how long are the schools going before they get out? I said, well, we'll be out uh, here in the next few days. And if you're going to the Brewers game on Friday night, down in Milwaukee, the Brewers will be back in town. They lost 8-7 to seven last night. Man, they're, some of their pitchings are getting a little shaky. But anyway, the uh, Loyal Choir will be traveling to Milwaukee on Friday night. And if you're there, the Loyal Choir will be singing the national anthem. So uh, good for them. Send them down the road. That'll be fun. Get them down to Milwaukee, sing the national anthem, and enjoy a night at the Brewers game at American Family Park, American Family Field. So, again, the Loyal Choir singing the national anthem. They didn't ask me to go along to be part of that choir, which is probably a good thing, but uh, they'll do a wonderful job down there. All right, coming up, we'll uh, check our weather. Lots of farm news to uh, talk about as planting updates were out yesterday. We'll get you caught up with a, a lot of stuff this morning here on Wax. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Quick check of our weather brought to you by Marquardt Motors. And Marquardt would like to thank their valued customers and loyal customers. That's you. And also their hardworking employees and the surrounding community for making Marquardt Motors the largest General Motors dealership in the state of Wisconsin. Congratulations. Well, let's look at our weather forecast, courtesy of Marquardt. Partly sunny today, high of 71. Not real warm, but breezy again today. So if if you do knock down hay with some sunshine and breeze, it shouldn't uh, take an awful long time to get it dry. Tomorrow, 74 with a slight chance of some showers. Friday, sunny and 69. Saturday, a high of only about uh, 64 for the wedding of the century. And uh, there's a light chance of rain. Sunday, 69 and a slight chance. Monday, 69. Tuesday, 70. So not real hot for hay and weather around the countryside for the, the next week or so. 51 degrees right now here on Wax. Hey, it's 5 o'clock. We've got 51 degrees. Uh, warm spot, Milwaukee at 69 this morning. We'll get only about 71 today around this part of the country. It is 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Good time for news. NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. 
The governor of Texas is declaring a disaster after last week's elementary school massacre. He says the community of Uvalde has been left devastated and this will make it easier to receive the support needed to heal. The declaration speeds up resources that will help state agencies provide a temporary facility for those who need mental health services. The shooting took the lives of 19 children and two teachers. The White House press secretary says we have to do something about rampant gun violence in the U.S. This is an epidemic, the gun violence that we're seeing across the country. Corinne Jean-Pierre said President Biden is fully committed and engaged, but can only do so much without action from Congress. President Biden is ready to arm Ukraine with medium-range rocket systems. They're part of a new $700 million aid package expected to be unveiled today. It will reportedly include helicopters, anti-tank missile systems, tactical vehicles, and spare parts. The president already said he wasn't going to send long-range rockets, but the war-torn country has been begging for similar weapons as soldiers struggle to fight off Russia's attacks. More than 23,000 Ukrainians are being authorized to come to the U.S. thanks to a new program. Lisa Taylor explains. President Biden announced Uniting for Ukraine in April that provides a way for Ukrainian refugees to come to America for a temporary period. As of May 31st, there have been more than 42,000 requests from applicants agreeing to support Ukrainians who wish to come stateside. Already, more than 5,800 Ukrainians have arrived in the U.S. under the new program. I'm Lisa Taylor. And the Atlantic hurricane season begins today, and it's off to a busy start. Experts are predicting the first named storm could develop this week. There's a 60% chance of activity in the Caribbean, partially related to the remnants of Tropical Storm Agatha, that could trigger a tropical depression or storm with a system on track to possibly cross southern Florida by the weekend. The Atlantic hurricane season runs through the end of November. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, taking a look at our weather forecast, partly sunny today, high is going to be about 71, and then back into the 40s tonight, a slight chance of a few showers tomorrow at 74, sunny on Friday, 69, and a chance of some rain on Saturday, 64, a slight chance on Sunday, 69, hopefully it'll hold off so we can have our dairy breakfast. Monday, 69, Tuesday at 70. Right now, it's about 51 in Medford and Rice Lake, 53 in Wausau, Marshfield at 52, clear in Green Bay and 62, La Crosse 59, also 62 in the Madison Sun Prairie area. Milwaukee is cloudy there, the warm spot, at 69 degrees right now, and boy, we're only at 51. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win tickets to the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. For those who work in acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Six minutes after five o'clock here at Wax and Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our early morning look at the markets. Where are we at, Jill, as far as livestock? Choice fed beef steers are 136 to 149 and a half with mixed at 70 to 135. Choice fed beef heifers are 138 to 143 and a half to, with mixed at 116 to 137. Choice fed Holstein steers are 122 to 137. Cows are 64 to 96 and a half with bulls at 64 to 102. Butcher hogs are 55 to 93 
with sows at 40 to 56. Boars at 21 to 27. New crop market lambs, there is no quote. Old crop market lambs, there's 125 and down. Feeder lambs are 125 to 275. Ewes are 85 to 152 and a half. Small goats are 10 to $135. Medium goats are 75 to $280. Large goats are 135 to $400. All right. And in the livestock futures market yesterday, lower across the board. June live cattle one thirty fifty two. That was down a dollar sixty five. August at one thirty thirty seven, down two oh two. October cattle one thirty six fifteen. That was down a dollar ninety. And December one forty two thirty, down a dollar sixty. Feeder cattle for August one sixty five twelve, down a dollar twenty. September one sixty eight twelve, down a dollar seventeen. October one seventy seventy, down a dollar twelve. November one seventy two seventy two. Down a dollar seventeen and January at one seventy two eighty seven, down a dollar twenty two. Lean hog carcass contracts lower. June one oh seven ninety seven at the close, down two forty two. July down three seventy two at one oh eight even. August one oh six forty two. That was down four oh two. And October at ninety three oh five, down a dollar seventy two. Board of Trade was mostly lower in the day trade yesterday. Comments from goofy Putin that he might allow exports from the Ukraine, but uh, what's in return? What does he want in return? Not sure exactly, but most countries are saying, uh-uh. So again, the market's uh, kind of uneven. And then overnight, uh, the reaction, July corn this morning, down another two cents at 7.51. Oats down nine to ten cents at 6.60. Well, the wheat price was up two cents, but still July wheat under $11 now at 10.90. Soybeans up six to seven cents, under $17 though. July at 16.90 this morning. And soybean meal up 2.70 a ton at $417.50. Barrel cheese unchanged two twenty nine and a half. Blocks down three and a quarter at two twenty four and three quarters. Butter up a quarter of a cent at two eighty eight. The May class three traded on the last day of May yesterday a cent higher at twenty five twenty. June up six cents twenty four fifty seven. July up nine at twenty four sixty nine. August up seven at twenty four forty three. And September up four at twenty four twenty one. And that's the way the markets look this morning here on Wax. Once again today, partly sunny and breezy again. High is going to be about 71 degrees. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Welcome to June Dairy Month. We're going to talk about crops, not dairy right now, with Brad Matson, lead agronomist with Provision Partners Cooperative, and Brad, have you checked the schedule so you can attend a few June dairy breakfasts this month? This wind would quit blowing so we can get some work done. It would, be, would make it a lot easier to attend. Well, one of the good things is uh, with the wind, you don't have to worry about mosquitoes or flies. They keep <laughs> right on blowing down the road. But seriously, we are into June now. Hay binds starting to roll out there. And there's a good crop. Hopefully Mother Nature will cooperate so we can put it up. Is that what you're seeing, too? Yeah, it's looking like an excellent first crop out there. It's just phenomenal. We're getting going harvesting it now. We haven't had really any problems, even a whole lot of uh, frost to really set it back. So we're expecting a really, really good first crop here and setting us up for some uh, additional good cuttings as we go through the through the growing season. And I know we don't have the acreage that we used to have, but when you look at what's going on out west, if you handle it right, 
you can make some money on, hey, everybody looks at the corn and soybean prices, but uh, the hay crop is worth a lot of money, too, if you put it up in the right packages. Oh, absolutely, and that's going to be, you know, with with the high input costs, it's still going to still look like it's going to pay quite well to manage this hay crop correctly and, and get as much tonnage and quality out of it as you possibly can this year. And, of course, uh, once we cut that first crop, go back in and look at the stubble because, uh, unfortunately, some critters can get in there and cause some problems going forward. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to start watching that. That'll be the main focus now is, of course, getting it fertilized fertilized correctly and then watching for alfalfa weevils and and all the other little insects that can cause a lot of problems right now what you're going to see especially after cutting first crop is you'll see a tendency to see higher insect levels and stuff like that in your in your new seedings and watching those and monitoring those and taking care of them can make the difference between uh, that expensive seeding making in an extra year or uh kind of getting behind the eight ball all through the whole life cycle of it. So scouting those, managing the insects, managing cutting, those types of things are going to be crucial as we go into the next 30 days with that. And, Brad, managing the crops right now, whether it be alfalfa, the corn, or the beans, or whatever we've got in the ground is still very important. You don't plant it and forget it. What are you seeing as you walk through some of these crops, the beans and the corn, which are really starting to roll now, well, that's getting the concerning portion right now with the winds and the inability to uh, get out there and spray uh, some of these weeds and these temperatures now. These weeds are really taking off, so we're going to have to watch weed heights, those types of things, to make sure what we're, what we're putting down for uh, herbicides is going to be effective on as these weeds start getting taller and taller. So scouting those, walking those fields. Stands overall I've been seeing are very, very good. We're setting ourselves up to a, a pretty good, darn good crop here right now. So, you know, when we get these stands, some of these cornfields are getting pretty tall. We're only a week or two away from where we're setting maximum yields, so making sure that we've got the least amount of stresses on these at that crop at that point in time. And it'll be a blink of an eye before we know we'll be talking side dressing on this on the corn crop. So I mean, same type of thing. Weeds are just going amok in those things. Some people who planned on just a one-pass operation probably is going to have to look at maybe a, an early first pass with a second pass because of the by the time they wait another two, three weeks here for that single-pass application, weeds could be getting away on them. And a lot of little headaches and a lot of little changing, and Mother Nature's with this wind every day is just making it pretty challenging to try to get out there and get these herbicides done. And the, the agronomists at Provision Partners are always available to help with those situations, identifying and controlling the weeds. Absolutely. And, you know, just if you've got questions, give one of our, our excellent crop advisors a, a call, and they'll be more than willing to uh, help you walk through the process. It's a busy time of the year. you got a lot to do, and there is help available from the agronomists and the crop advisors at Provision Partners Cooperative. Brad Matson with us once again. Brad, happy June Dairy Month. Same to you, Bob. Have a good one. Absolutely. And Brad will be back with us next week on our Provision Partners program. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About a quarter after five. And speaking of mosquitoes, as we were there quickly with Brad, we'll get a little bit more on mosquitoes as we move forward. Mosquitoes and ticks, it's getting to be that time of the year. 
But we've got uh, farm news to look at, and we'll do that next right here on Wax. Brought to you by Chili Implement in Chile. Weak machines make strong headaches. The solution, the Vermeer 605N Baylor. This Baylor is big on durability and toughness with heavy-duty components, plus smart features like the available automatic pickup clutch and auto-loop greasing system, helping extend the life of the machine. For toughness, meeting performance, you want the Vermeer 605N Baler for tighter, denser, more uniform bales from start to finish. See the Vermeer 605N Baler at Chili Implement in Chile, just west of Marshfield on H, then south on Y. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And the wheels did turn last week around the country, getting the crops in. Jill, what's the latest? Farmers across the country are getting close but they still have a ways to go to finish their spring planting. As of this past Saturday, they had 86% of their corn planted, up 14% from a week ago, and about equal to the five-year average, but behind last year's pace of 94% planted by the end of May. In our part of the country, Iowa, farmers are the furthest along with 94% of their corn in. This week's crop progress report also shows farmers have planted 66% of their soybeans, up 16% from a week ago, and just 1% behind the five-year average. The only real concern is the winter wheat crop, which now is rated at 29% good to excellent across the country this week. And in Wisconsin, farmers have 80% of their corn planted, about 12 days behind last year, but even with their five-year average. Farmers also reported 55% of the corn has already emerged. Soybean planting is 73% finished across the state, about nine days behind last year, but five days ahead of the average for the end of May. Farmers are also wrapping up their oat and potato plantings with 86% of the oats and 87% of the potatoes in. Some farmers have also started making their first Hay crop with 13% of the crop already made. Topsoil moisture this week is rated 93% adequate to surplus, 6% short, and just 1% very short. And that's in southwest Wisconsin. All right, so moisture, not a problem in Wisconsin. Thanks, Jill. As we look at our farm news this morning, courtesy of the folks over at Chili Implement in Chile. Coming up, we'll talk about mosquitoes. we got more farm news, dairy breakfast. It's a busy, busy chore time on Wax. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Are flying insects a problem this year? It's hard to tell the way the wind's been blowing. They don't have a chance to slow down and land. But, as always, I think we can expect mosquitoes with some of that moisture and some of the, the swamps and the ponds around the area. Bob Bosold at the northern end of the world's longest barn, and whether you're on the northern end or the southern end of the world's longest barn, I think, Stephanie, we're going to have mosquitoes this summer. <laughs> I think that's a guarantee, Bob, and I've actually got a few battle scars from this past weekend with mosquitoes. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, Warm weather, it comes with those pests such as mosquitoes and ticks. And because I want to know how to get rid of them, I reached out to entomologist P.J. Leash. P.J. is known as the Wisconsin bug guy, and he directs the UW Insect Diagnostic Lab. He says ticks are actually the number one target for entomologists because of the diseases they carry. But first, we do touch on mosquitoes, and he shares what populations may look like for those pests this summer. 
Yeah, so th- that's always a great question, and I wish I had a, a magical crystal ball that could tell me exactly what would happen. Uh, if that were the case, I'd probably you know, be on a beach somewhere with a cocktail in my hand. But um, in terms of mosquitoes, we haven't seen a whole lot of mosquito pressure yet. However, I think it's going to be catching up to us in the next couple of weeks here. In a typical year in Wisconsin, I often see a lot of mosquito activity and mosquito pressure pop up right around Memorial Day weekend, uh, give or take about a week or two. Now, if you think about our weather accumulation of growing degree days and things like that, many parts of the state have been running roughly about a week or so behind at this point. So that may kind of push things back a little bit and delay it. But many parts of the state have had uh, sufficient rainfall and water is always a, a critical aspect in terms of the mosquito life cycle because the juvenile stages need to be in water. It could be from melting snow. It could be from rainfall. Uh, sometimes it's more permanent water in ditches and marshy areas. In other cases, it could be temporary water that pools up in tire tracks for just a, a couple of weeks or something like that. So I think the conditions have been set that uh, we're probably going to see some pretty good mosquito pressure popping out here, as I said, in the next perhaps two weeks or so. So it wouldn't surprise me if it were even sometime over Memorial Day weekend that we started seeing a lot more. And that lights some alarms up in my head. If you have standing water on your property, you know, you might want to try to get rid of that, right, to avoid building a mosquito nesting ground. Definitely. That's always an important factor to look at when we're looking at mosquito control uh, from the bigger picture, the the larger perspective. Uh, If you live in, say, a urban or suburban residential area, uh, you're probably not going to have like a marsh right up to your backyard, uh, and we can't really do anything about a marsh. But if you look in your yard, you may have, uh, it could be kids' toys in a sandbox that are collecting a bit of water. It could be a a low-lying spot in a tarp that's covering a pile of firewood that can hold some water. Uh, It could be old tires sitting around. Just about anything that can collect water can potentially breed some mosquitoes. And mosquitoes don't need much water. So just to put it in perspective, if you had a cap from a disposable water bottle, if you flip that upside down and and put it on the ground, filled it with water, you could probably easily uh, breed uh, a dozen or maybe two dozen or so mosquitoes from that little bit of water. So anytime you have standing water in your property, if you can do things to drain it out, reduce it, that can help with your local mosquito population. Are mosquito diseases something that we need to worry about here in Wisconsin? That's a really good question, Stephanie. Uh, We do have to be aware of mosquitoes because they have the potential to transmit diseases. However, when I look at the big picture, we do technically have some diseases here in the state that are transmitted by mosquitoes, but we're in a much better situation than other parts of the planet. If you head down to the tropics, for example, then all of a sudden you're talking about uh, malaria, yellow fever, dengue, uh, and a much longer list of diseases, and many of those affect millions of people every year. Here in Wisconsin, the upper Midwest, uh, our biggest concern that I hear about is West Nile virus, um, which we have not really had too much of an issue with um, for many years. I think the last year we had a big spike was around 2010, if I remember correctly. So it, it's been a while. And even in that uh, so-called bad year, I think we had uh, between 50 and 60 cases in the state. Uh, and to put it in perspective, last year, uh, which was 2021, 
the CDC reports that we only had six cases uh, that were documented in Wisconsin. So really not too bad here. I do know some other parts of the U.S., like the southwestern states, had much bigger issues with that disease last year. So, um, again, we haven't had that many West Nile virus cases out there, which is good. I think we still need to be cognizant of it and, and thinking about it. Uh, another disease that occasionally pops up is eastern equine encephalitis, which can be a very serious disease. It, it can lead to fatalities. But when you look at the data over the last decade or so, we've had maybe about four or so cases in the last decade. So it really is something that seems to be rare uh, and, and pops up every once in a while, but in very, very low numbers, which is good for us so far. So, again, I think folks need to be aware of mosquito diseases, um, and, and we should be taking precautions like using repellents and, and things like that. But uh, I don't think we need to be overly concerned about it because, in my mind, I'm much more concerned about diseases associated with ticks rather than mosquitoes here at the moment. Oh, yeah, that's the other problematic pest tries to get me every year, the tick. And, PJ, as you said, we can be vigilant in protecting ourselves against those guys. Yes, definitely. Some precautions that work not only for mosquitoes but also for ticks are doing things like wearing long sleeve clothing. That acts as a physical barrier between the mosquito or tick and our skin. If they can't get to our skin... They can't bite us. It's that simple. So that can be uh, a good solution. Now, keep in mind, if we're watching the weather and it's 90 degrees coming up here in some parts of the state in the next week, it's hard to put on long sleeves when it's that darn hot. But if it's relatively cool, um, maybe you're out on a hike and it's in the 50s or 60s or you're on the campfire in the evening, it's easy to put on a, a flannel or jeans or something like that. And, again, that's a good precaution. I mentioned the repellents like DEET work for both mosquitoes and ticks. If you're not a fan of DEET, because sometimes folks, you know, just don't like it for various reasons, the greasy feeling, or uh, sometimes it, it uh, affects... And it seems we have some technical difficulties as we're uh, talking about uh, what's going on with our uh, mosquitoes. But again, it's getting to be that time of the year, and when the wind does die down, you know they're going to bother. So again, be prepared for it. All right, we've got almost 29 minutes after 5 o'clock on a Wednesday morning. Rocky's going to join us from over at Premier Livestock in Withy. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, let's get to some market information here at almost 5.30 in the morning. Rocky's over there at Premier Livestock in Withy, and you run into more ticks than anything else, huh, Rocky? Uh, it's been terrible. And the pets and that, and uh, seem like they're definitely out. So. Boy, you know, where were those buggers? We never talked, at least I never heard much talk about the wood ticks or these deer ticks, rather, until, I don't know, the last 10 years or so. Other than that, yeah. we never talked about it. But Seems like we get cold enough in Wisconsin, we should just freeze this stuff out. Well, that's what I always say, you know, February is the best uh, insecticide we have, but uh, doesn't doesn't do enough. They're tough, that's for sure. Well, we're uh, back to marketing after Memorial Day. What's been going on so far? Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, and this is how the market shaped up yesterday. We had a very, very large auction here at Premier with no sale on Monday. Uh, fed cattle were steady uh, to strong. High choice and prime Holstein steers, 127 to 135. Choice B steers and heifers, 128 to 137. Uh, market cows were steady to a little lower yesterday. High yielding cows from 75 to 90. Most cows traded from 61 to 74. Market bulls high yielding, 94 to a dollar. 14 lower yielding bulls 93 and down organic market cows 
mostly 90 to a dollar 12 lower yielding 89 and down we sold over 600 baby calves yesterday Holstein bull calves were strong mostly from 75 to 215 dollars ahead uh, beef calves 125 to 285 Holstein heifer calves 10 to 40 uh, today Wednesday we got our hay auction at 930 and then the dairy cattle auction at 11 uh, got a very nice lineup of uh, dairy cattle we got two complete herd dispersals uh, the one herd is going to be averaging 77 pounds of milk got a 150 cell count they sell on test lots of top cows 100 to 125 pounds they're coming from Jim Schwears out of Greenwood Wisconsin several top reputation loads of fresh two and three year old parlor freestall cows, uh, the guaranteed sound kind, uh, plus several nice consignments of spring and heifers. Uh, we got a nice purebred Ayrshire breeding bull ready for service. We got a young polled red Holstein bull. Uh, full details on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Online bidding available for today's auction through Cattle USA. Questions, call 715-229-2500. Reminder, machinery auction, June 17th. We are full. We are not accepting any more consignments. We appreciate the great response. Uh, I know some of you out there are disappointed you can't get it in. That's why you got to get it in early. Uh, but we will have our next sale in August. But like I say, please note, don't come over with equipment uh, because we can't fit it in. So we're full. That's the way it shaped up, Bob. Wow. Well, that's a good problem to have. You both, you know the solution to that, don't you? Add on to the parking lot. There you go. Make the parking yeah. lot a little bigger. Yep, yep, yep. We uh, we actually had it planned for this spring, and it was too wet for them to yeah, do it. Yeah, so. I know it. Hey, quick question. With these fuel prices, are we finding uh, livestock haulers increasing their prices? Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. I and, that's, and you better plan ahead if you're looking for trucks, that's okay. for sure. It's like everything else, I'll tell you. you gotta got to plan ahead. Yep, yep. No, you can't blame them. they got to pass the cost on somewhere. They're struggling as it is. That's for sure. All right, Rocky, have a good one. We'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you. There he goes. That's Rocky over at Premier Livestock in Withy. Weather, first day of June, and as we get closer to some of the breakfast, we'll check with Mike next. Plus, great rates on loans. Become a member today at AffinityPlus.org. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, insured by NCUA. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, it's June. Let's find out what Mother Nature's got in store for us. We got Mike Dandry over at Skywarn 13 in the weather room. Morning, Mike. Well, we should have Mike over there. I don't know what happened to him. Maybe Mother Nature blew him away. I don't know. But uh, as far as our weather forecast is concerned, We've got to take a look at our weather with uh, Mike Dandria. Most of the time, Mike is with us. I don't I'm know. here. There you are. All <laughs> right. I thought Mother Nature blew you away or something. Well, I mean, yesterday it, it blew me away, and all the pollen that was in the air, yeah, well, that a, blew me away, too. Yeah, it's a lot of challenges if you've got some of those uh, allergies to deal with, that's for sure. Yeah, it would have been a little bit more enjoyable yesterday had I uh, remembered to take my allergy medicine, which I did not. Well, that can happen. <laughs> that can happen. But... I tell you, why can't we warm up and get heat and stay consistently in the 70s and and low 80s? I mean, 
60s a little cool for june isn't it yeah i guess it's a little too much to ask we have uh basically an elongated stretch of low pressure off towards our north and uh well that is keeping us a little on the cooler side and uh, well still it's better than the 40s that we had for quite a bit of the spring really seemingly um but not quite where we should be so for today We'll have some sunshine uh, through the morning and into the early afternoon as we warm up into the upper 60s and low 70s. Later tonight, though, we'll start to see some clouds move in, but we'll have some dry air near the surface. So uh, we will be remaining dry going into tonight. Our lows will dip likely into the upper 40s. If we clear out a little bit, if those clouds move out a little bit earlier, then we'll likely get a little bit cooler than that. Start off tomorrow with plenty of sunshine yet again. Slightly warmer back into the the low to mid-70s for our highs. But then Thursday night, we cool it off once again. Mostly clear conditions. Maybe a spotty shower in the afternoon, uh, potentially tomorrow. But they'll be very isolated in nature and rather brief as well as we dip into the mid-40s for our overnight lows tomorrow night. And then Friday, another cool but sunny day ahead as our temperatures once again only reach the upper 60s for our highs. And then Saturday, that's when we have another chance at some showers and possibly a thunderstorm. Uh, otherwise, it is going to be much cooler, mid-60s for our highs. And going into Sunday, another chance at some showers. But at least our temperatures sort of moderate around the low 70s uh, going towards the middle of next week. But right now, sun's coming up. We've got a few clouds out there and a temperature of 50 degrees in Eau Claire. Saturday and Sunday... We've got dairy breakfast, buddy, on the farm. You better not keep those. You better keep those rain showers away till at least later in the day. I would. Uh, I would love to, especially since well, the air show as well. Like yeah, that's you know, right. all that's of right. that, that's all right. of that going on. So uh, it, you know, Mother Nature and I have had a battle of the wills lately. <laughs> boy, oh boy, she hasn't been all that hospitable this spring. That's for sure. No, she doesn't seem to like me very much. Uh, well, I think you're alone. <laughs> all right, Michael. Thank you, bud. You have a good one, Bob. There you go, Mike Dandry over at Skywarn Thirteen. Looking at our weather on wax. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at cvbean.com. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we got a lot of chores still to do, and we need help from the newsroom to do that every morning. And that means Morgan McCarthy is up and at him. Welcome to June Dairy Month. Hey, yeah, I know you're ready to make room for all of those eggs and uh, mm. pancakes, wash it down with some milk. You bet. Uh, Dunn County breakfast will be, what, June June 11th, up uh, along 64. Yep, and you're kicking it off in Marshfield, right? We'll be over in Marshfield on uh, Friday. So uh, lots of lots of good food in June and good dairy products. What's going on otherwise? Other than that, we'll start with headlines that keep us pretty close to uh, dairy breakfast land here in Eau Claire County. Prosecutors have filed formal charges in last week's stabbing at the Regency Inn. The DA yesterday filed battery, reckless endangerment, and weapons charges against 38-year-old Samuel Thornton. Police say he stabbed a man in the chest after a fight and was wanted at the time of that stabbing. Prosecutors also charged him with bail jumping. He's being held on $5,000 
$1,000 cash bond. Continuing in the courts, it was a gavel drop and a sentence handed down six months in jail for a Chippewa County woman. At bet traces back to a deadly 2017 crash. A judge sentenced 23-year-old Miranda Miller to jail time and three years probation for the crash. Police say Miller ran a stop sign in the town of Colburn. This was in July of 2017, crashing into and killing 46-year-old Jeremy Goodwin. Miller telling police she was looking at her phone at the time of the wreck. In other headlines, we look at the environmental stage with Wisconsin closing the books on nine environmental lawsuits. The legislature's Joint Finance Commission yesterday agreed to settle all nine cases. The payout's not large, but the total overall, $378,000. And they were brought uh, against farms, a waste solution company, and the city of Elkhart. State law requires the legislature to okay any settlement of any lawsuit brought by the state attorney general's office. And as long as we're chatting about uh, Mother Nature, it was across the border in Minnesota. We saw our fair share of wind yesterday, no doubt, but there were actually four Memorial Day tornadoes confirmed in Minnesota. The National Weather Service says an EF2 tornado tore through the small town of Ferrata, Minnesota, causing extensive damage. The organization is reporting the tornado was a half mile wide with a maximum wind speed of 120 miles an hour. Other e- EF-1 tornadoes hit the towns of Eagle Bend and Plato. The fourth confirmed tornado created a path through four counties. I'm Trey Thomas. And here locally, your morning commute might have a little bit of a hiccup if it includes Damon Street. Could put some extra coffee in the cup this morning or find a different scenic route. Eau Claire crews are working on sewer and water lines for what will be the new Chippewa Valley Eye Clinic. So that means that Damon will be closed. That's between London Road and Southtown Drive. They're thinking maybe next week, so the hope would be to reopen by Monday. And from here in our local 715newsroom.com, I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date on Wax 104.5. Yeah, I went through that uh, construction uh, the other day, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, they're busy working. There, you see them out there. I I think they're probably not uh, complaining too much about the lack of heat that has staved off for a while. Seeing everybody that's got to work outside, those temps aren't too bad. And the bugs aren't bothering me either with the wind blowing the way it is. No, just people slowing down and looking at what they're doing all day, right? (laughs) right. (laughs) Bugging them. Darn gawkers. (laughs) Thanks, Morgan. Anytime, Bob. Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom as she takes a look at our news this morning. And also, we're going to get an update on Farm Technology Days. Lots going on on WAX. Brought to you by Christensen Sales. Auction schedules online at ChristensenSales.com. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to talk to Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. Call Christensen Sales in Abbotsford at 715-223-6345 if you want to have an auction. They'll line it up for you, and don't forget it, Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, they're now offering live online bidding options as well. Your complete auction facility, Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, 715-223-6345. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. The leader of Farm Technology Days 2022 in Clark County, Chuck Reith, Executive Committee Chair. Chuck did this back in 2005. And Chuck, I know you're just excited this year as you were back in 2005 for this show. A lot of things coming up. This is the largest volunteer-run show, outdoor farm show in the country. How are we doing for volunteers in Clark County in July? Well, Bob, we're doing very well on the volunteers, but there's always room for more people to come up. If we uh, talk about a little bit about the food tents and the parking areas, people that go there, if they belong to an organization, they will get paid 
provided that they're working under an organization. They're splitting the profits, in other words. Yes. Yes, we are. All right. And also, something else we haven't talked about yet, commemorative uh, farm toy. What have we got in Clark County this year? Chopper box from the Meyer Manufacturing. It's rather unique. We're having sales that are pretty brisk right now at the moment. As you get closer to the show, you and I both know that the people start taking more interest in it. And you would see it on our website if you want to go to www.farmtechdays.org. It's right there, and it shows you everything. And if we want to get one of those uh, boxes, order it online and pick it up at the show, is that how it works? Yes, that's correct. All right, so get that done, too. And something we've never done before, Farm Tech Fest, the concert on Wednesday night. How's that going? That's going to be fun. Everybody's quite excited. Um for us to have this show. We're opening up. At, the gates open up at 415. Madison County opens up. And then Sawyer Brown will be the uh, second act. And the headliner is Joe Nichols. So we also have our tickets at $25, $45, as well as Platinum. And that's $110. How do we get those tickets? Those are on the website also. Uh, you can find that there. Click on tickets, and it's right there for you. And that'll be on Wednesday evening. That'll be July 13th as Farm Technology Days at Rail Acres and Rustic Occasions. Coming up July 12th, 13th, and 14th, Chuck Reith, Executive Committee Chair, is the leader of the band in Clark County again this year. And again, Chuck has done that before in 2005, and I was just thinking as we were listening to Chuck there, I don't know of anybody else, and many counties have had more than one Farm Technology Days, but I don't know of any other counties have ever had the same person as chairman of the executive committee. It says a lot about Chuck, and it says a lot about the folks in Clark County willing to get involved. So again, mark it on your calendar. We'll talk to more folks, too, as the show gets closer and uh, let you know what's going on. But again, if you want that chopper box, go online, order it ahead of time, and you can pay for it online. When you get to the show, they'll have your name on one and walk around the show, and at the end of the day, just say, hey, I'm Joe Blow. I ordered one of these. They'll give it to you, and away you go. So uh, chopper box should be a, a fun show. Hey, it's quarter to six at Wax, and we've got some markets to get to. We'll see what everybody's got to say next here on Wax. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 14 minutes before 6 o'clock, again, 50 degrees right now as we're done with May and into June. And our uh, good, loyal rainfall reporters, the Colemansberger boys over there in Loyal, Jill, have sent us uh, their numbers for May. What do they show? They reported they had 3.72 inches of rain. They also said their high was 89 and their low was 30. Mm. And they said their beans and corns are, is both up and first crop is about a week away from cutting. All right. So, so we thank uh, Greg and Danny over there in the uh, loyal area, Coleman's Burger Brothers, for doing that. I wonder what they're doing for Farm Technology Days. They probably, I'm sure they're signed up to be volunteers someplace. But uh, again, they can use more volunteers over there. And if you've got a group over that way, you know, church group, a civic group, uh, whatever, they need help, and your group can earn some money. They share the profits when it's all done, so you can earn some money for your kitty. Good way to do it. All right, let's go to markets. Where are we going? First, let's go to Equity Altoona and hear what Jim Lindsay has to say. 
Choice beef steers and heifers dollar fifteen to a dollar thirty six. We had a top of dollar thirty eight. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers dollar ten to a dollar thirty four. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers a dollar twenty five to a dollar thirty three. We had a top of a dollar thirty five. Choice Holstein steers a dollar fifteen to a dollar twenty four. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers a dollar fourteen and down. Top 20% of the cow cows sold from 77 to 90. We had a top of 93. 60% of the cows sold from 58 to 76. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from 57 and down. Organic market on Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from 85 to $1.05. We had a top of $1.09.5. Bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 84 and down. Cold bulls sold from 70 to a dollar with a top of a dollar two. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95 pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 70 to $210 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $70 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $310 per head. Here are prices for fancy vaccinated feeder cattle from our last sale, which was held here on May 20th. Three to six hundred pound beef steers, a dollar twenty to a dollar ninety. Six to nine hundred pound beef steers, a dollar fifteen to a dollar eighty-seven. Three to six hundred pound beef heifers, a dollar fifteen to a dollar seventy. Six to nine hundred pound beef heifers, a dollar ten to a dollar fifty-eight. Three to six hundred pound Holstein steers, ninety to a dollar forty-four. Six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers, eighty to a dollar twenty. Our next special feeder sales this Friday, June third. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we're 10 minutes to 6 already and more market. Let's get over to Equity Stratford. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. How you doing? Well, Bob, and a good morning to you. Well, I tell you what, this is one of these nice mornings where, well, we all have to get up and get stuff done. But, boy, what a nice night for sleeping last night. And, uh, well, we do need some... Uh, like the other guy was talking about before, you know, we don't need 90 degrees, but it'd be nice to get a consistent 75 to 82 yep. perfect temperatures like that. But that wind yesterday, my goodness. I know. It's been that way for the last few days. It's been awfully, awfully windy. Well, how was the uh, market yesterday over there at Stratford? Well, Bob, we'll tell the folks about it. I thank you. And a very good morning to everyone. A summary from uh, yesterday, Tuesday here at Equity Stratford. We get underway after the Memorial Day holiday. And we'll start with the market cow auction yesterday. Uh, now, these are the conventional market cows. And they were selling from 72 to 90, topping yesterday on the cows at 91. Uh, most of the cows yesterday's auction selling between 58 and 71. Thinner cows below 55. Organic market cows yesterday, uh, we sell those every Tuesday here at Stratford. Uh, good quality, uh, higher yielding organic cows yesterday selling from 92 to 105. Lower yielding organic cows 90 and below. The bull trade to open up the week, better quality bulls are selling mostly from 90 to 110. Your lighter bulls, 80, 87 and below. And uh, we'll have an update on the fed cattle. Most of those will be sold today, so we'll give the folks an update on the fed cattle market tomorrow morning. However, uh, a lot of calves on the market yesterday, good quality Holstein bull calves, uh, weighing uh, from 90 to 130 pounds, selling mostly from 75 to 185, uh, topping at 195. Uh, heifer calves yesterday from 30 to 70. Beef calves, good demand, 175 all the way up to 365 on the top end of those beef calves. 
And we are at Wednesday. Uh, we get underway this morning here at Equity Stratford at 10 o'clock, a full marketing day today. Uh, of course, market cows, as per usual, like I mentioned, uh, we do feature fed cattle today. Also, sheep, hog, and goats, baby cans, feeder cattle sale today. That will be a noontime start. And just keep in mind, our next dairy auction here at Stratford will be next Tuesday, June the 7th. And we also, two weeks from today, we do have the uh, uh, beef breeding bull sale. So if you got beef bulls that you're want to consign, uh, let us know, and we do have, a, we will have beef, of course, breeding bulls available for sale as we're getting into that time of the year. So, anyway, we always encourage you folks to take a look at our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page, and uh, get all the information uh, right there. So, Bob, uh, that's what we have for the folks this morning. Uh, again, like we say in the morning, lots of stuff going on. I don't see too many people doing it. In fact, I haven't seen anyone knocking hay down yet, but... Uh, Lots of corn planters and bean planters out there yet, folks, so drive careful. Absolutely, and the hay binds and the choppers will be out very soon. Have a good one, Jerry, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. I mentioned off the top, Richard Halepka, our uh, crops agent over in uh, Clark and Wood County, had been busy in the fields. He was out uh, yesterday checking alfalfa stands, and in Dorchester, the relative uh, feed value, forage value, in the Dorchester stand at 200, the height is 22 inches. In the Curtis area, 220 and 18 inches tall. And that alfalfa had a little hail damage to it. In the Loyal area, the uh, relative forage value, 190, the height 24 inches. And in Nielsville, 170 and 28 inches tall. And uh, some hay across the road from this stand has been harvested already. So that's where we are in central Wisconsin we're getting awfully close to knocking her down. When you don't have the right tools for the job, hard work just gets harder. But with an LS tractor from Synergy Cooperative, you'll have the right tool every time. These heavy-duty tractors are loaded with features, providing the quality, capacity, and comfort for you every time. Be ready for spring with a new LS tractor and attachments including tillers, rotary cutters, box blades, and more. Visit Synergy Co-op in Ridgeland to experience the LS difference. Test drive today. Customer owned, community minded. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And our market's brought to you by Synergy Cooperative. On the board of trade, prices were down yesterday on Putin saying he might allow some exports from Ukraine. But what he wants in return is something a lot of the other people in the world aren't ready to give him. So depressed markets yesterday. July corn overnight down another two cents, 751. Oats down nine to 10 at 660. July wheat up to at 1090. July soybeans up six to seven cents at 1690. Meal up 270 a ton at $417.50. And our country elevator prices. Doomer's Grain Service of El Holman and Buck Country of Arcadia. Corn is at 716 with soybeans at 1653. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location. Corn is at six ninety two with soybeans at sixteen thirty six. Very good. And uh this is Jill's last day for us this <laughs> week. She's going down to uh marry off her daughter Nicole down in the portage area this Saturday. Have a good wedding and uh just have a good time. Well, I'll get out my Carhartt dress just for you. <laughs> I'll make sure I'll take some pictures right. just to prove it. Don't scuff up your hoofs either now that you had them all. <laughs> <laughs> had to get out that uh, hoof knife, you there know. There you go. Well, it'll all work. But have a, have a great weekend. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And the rest of our markets.
We've got the country elevator prices on our DTN screen showing us the corn at Golden Plump is seven thirty one today at Baldwin six eighty three and sixteen thirty two on the beans corn at Durand is six eighty three beans sixteen twenty two also six eighty three on the corn at Mondovi beans sixteen twenty seven Elmwood six eighty eight and sixteen thirty two at Fall Creek the corn is at six seventy three. And uh, sixteen seventeen on the beans. Anadasio corn is six ninety three. The beans sixteen thirty two. Elk Mount six ninety two and sixteen thirty seven. Sparta six ninety three and sixteen forty one. Ellsworth corn six seventy three. Beans at sixteen oh seven. Ethanol plants. Boysville seven thirty six. Stanley corn seven oh three. New Richmond six ninety nine. Barrel cheese unchanged two twenty nine and a half. Blocks down three and a quarter at two twenty four and three quarters. Butter up a quarter at two eighty eight. May class three up one. Coming off the board at twenty five twenty, June up six at twenty four fifty seven, July up nine at twenty four sixty nine, August up seven at twenty four forty three, and September up four at twenty four twenty one. Once again, partly sunny, seventy one today. We're about fifty right now. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report, available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi and the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadah. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.